As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for today's show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. And it is my pleasure to help you engineer your success and design a life where you are winning at work and at home. Welcome to today's show. Okay, today we're going to be talking about a pretty cool topic, and that is challenge versus curiosity, which is your preferred approach. So how do you prefer to approach life? How do you prefer to approach communication? Is it from a position of challenge or a position of curiosity? And so we're going to talk about the differences between the two. We're going to provide some common definitions and then help you understand from which approach are you coming at in the challenges that you may be facing or the situations that you may be facing in life. But before we get there, I want to extend a personal invitation to the next Engineer Your Success on-ramp. It's going to be on Tuesday evening. That is February the 28th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And the topic is on eliminating procrastination. So the success on-ramp, these are small group meetings that are specifically designed to help close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Uh, earlier this year, we covered overcoming imposter syndrome. This month, it is eliminating procrastination. When we get into our meeting and in our setting on the 28th, we're going to talk about what are some other future topics that we can cover that's going to provide value and benefit to our community. So these are complimentary sessions. So you have the ability to register, to come and hang out with other engineers, with other like-minded people who are continuing to overcome and deal with the same issues that you are dealing with. And I say this a lot, and I really mean it. You do not have to do this alone. You don't. And it is beneficial for you to surround yourself with a community of people that are all trying to move in a similar direction to where you are trying to move, where you want to move. In one of the past podcast episodes, what I talked about is surrounding yourself with people that you want to grow with. It's not just about going with them, but it's about growing with them and being with that group will help accelerate your growth. So I look forward to seeing you there on February the 28th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. talking about and eliminating procrastination. Today's topic, challenge versus curiosity, it has come up in a lot of sessions and interactions that I've had with my clients. And so I started thinking about, is this a broader subject that we can talk about on the podcast? And so I was having a conversation this morning with a friend and we were talking about, again, another situation. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, it sounds like you are approaching this situation 
from a position of challenge or confrontation. And so the question is, what would it look like if you approach that same situation from a position of curiosity? When you approach things from a position of curiosity, you do leave open other possibilities to reach a solution that's not predetermined. Where there is wiggle room to come to common ground, there is wiggle room to invite the people that you're talking to, to invite the situation that you're looking at and to explore different in new ways. So personally, I tend to lean towards curiosity, but there's also a place where coming at life and coming at your situations or communication from a position of challenge or confrontation may be what is actually needed. So let's get into some common definitions, or I think the first thing we're going to talk about is approaching life from a position of challenge. And so approaching life from that position of challenge, it really means that you're taking on life's obstacles with a determined and competitive mindset. Those who adopt this approach view life as a series of challenges that need to be overcome in order to succeed. They may set high standards for themselves and others, but they're always striving to achieve their goals through hard work, dedication, and perseverance. People who are taking on this approach are often competitive, goal-oriented, and enjoy pushing themselves to be their best. They thrive on the adrenaline rush that comes from taking on new and difficult tasks. In fact, the more difficult the task, the more excited they are in terms of taking it on. So they may be motivated by some external factors such as winning or recognition, as well as internal factors such as personal growth and self-improvement. Approaching life from this position, it can be beneficial in a lot of different ways. So here are some examples of where it can be useful. When you're talking about goal achievement, so those who approach life from a position of challenge often set very ambitious goals for themselves and they work tirelessly, tirelessly to achieve them. This leads to a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction when those goals are met. Additionally, the motivation to take on the challenge helps those individuals consistently push beyond their limit and continue to reach higher levels of achievement than they might have if they weren't thinking from that position, if they weren't approaching life from that position. Another benefit from approaching life from that perspective is resilience. So life can be full of setbacks and challenges, but those who approach life from a position of challenge are often better equipped to handle those setbacks. And they're able to bounce back from adversity. So they may view obstacles as opportunities to learn and grow and use these experiences to become more resilient and adaptable in the face of future challenges. They also exhibit perseverance. Life is rarely easy and success often requires perseverance through difficult times, through those valleys, right? Through those times where you don't want to continue to push. People that are approaching life from a position of challenge and they are confronting the issues that they face directly, again, they are more likely 
to push through the setbacks of difficult times because they're motivated by the desire to achieve those goals. As mentioned before, approaching life from this perspective also means that you are really into self-improvement. You're really into improving yourselves and your skill. And this leads to a sense of personal growth and development as individuals continue to push and refine themselves. So overall, there is a positive aspect of approaching life from a position of challenge. Now, you may not always want to approach communication from a position of challenge. You may not always want to approach every situation from that thought process, but there are some things to be said and some things that we can glean to put into practice that can help us achieve our goals, that can help us to move closer to where we want to go. So having that attitude, that mindset, that thought process is not a bad thing. But neither is having a mindset of curiosity. But before we get to curiosity, I do want to cover some possible downfalls when you approach life from the position of challenge. And that is the only perspective that you have. So we're going to lift them really quick. One is going to be burnout, right? Because you're going from challenge to challenge. You're not taking time for yourself. You're not taking time to recharge at all. And you may actually have more of a tendency to lead to burnout. When you are approaching life from a position of confrontation or challenge, then you are going to experience increased stress. It doesn't mean you won't experience stress in other ways, but that's just your approach. You see the situation, you're moving towards it, you're challenging it, you're going to experience stress. There's also the possibility that you might have tunnel vision. So you're there, your tunnel vision, you don't see what the other possibilities are because all you see is I need to overcome this challenge before me. You really not, you really don't care about the other possibilities, but you might be focused on a particular solution that you think is the absolute best without considering what some of the other solutions are. A criticism comes up too. And so those who take this approach to life from a position of challenge, they may be more critical of themselves and others. And so this leads to a sense of perfectionism where anything less than perfect is seen as a failure. So this can be damaging to a person's self-esteem and can lead to negative relationships, both with themselves and with others. So, you know, those are some of the downfalls. If you were to say you lived your life 90% approaching it from a position of challenge and 10% curiosity or 10% something else. I think whenever we live in the extremes, we're going to have the downfalls of the things that we do. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals? 
in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. So now let's move on to curiosity. So what does it mean to approach things from a position of curiosity, right? What does that really mean? To me, it's you're being open to new experiences, ideals, and perspectives. And when you adopt this approach, you're really driven by a desire to learn, explore, and to discover. So you leave judgment aside in terms of being judgmental and you approach situations with a sense of what are the possibilities, right? What are the possibilities? Are there new experiences, new knowledge that I can have to help me understand and deepen my appreciation for the situation that is in front of me? So people that take this approach, they're often open-minded, creative, flexible. They enjoy learning and trying new things, and they're not afraid to step outside of their comfort zone to do so. Because stepping out of their comfort zone is not about them. It is about being curious about what's on the other end of that comfort zone. And so both can be driven. If you're pushing past your comfort zone because you come from a position of challenge, that's one way to get past your comfort zone. Another way is through curiosity, right? Pushing past that because you're curious about the outcome. You're curious about the possibilities that are on the other side of that. So there are a lot of benefits when you approach life from a position of curiosity. You'll have a deep sense of wonder and appreciation for the world and things around you. Uh, typically, when you're curious, you're really grateful for the people and the things that are around you. You're fostering creativity, uh, whether it's in your personal life or in your team. Uh, it can also lead to personal growth and self-discovery. Again, you know, both coming at it from a position of challenge, coming at it from a position of curiosity can lead to personal growth. So the destination may be the same. But the path that you use to get there can be different. But there are also some downsides when approaching life from position of curiosity, right? And we're going to get to the downsides. So the downsides are lack of focus because you're so curious about everything that when it comes time to actually make decisions and it comes time to actually move forward, you're not really focused because there's this thought of that there could be more. There could be more that we could do. There could be more that we can explore. I need more information. And this is not something that's going to be beneficial when you think about analysis paralysis, where you're continuing to get additional data, continuing to get more information. And that more information is stopping you from making a decision. So that is one of the downsides to being too curious. Another downside is that you may actually avoid taking on those challenges. Why? Because you're continuing to get more data. You're continuing to see 
what are the new ideals and what else can you learn? And sometimes that can be kind of a ruse where you're really procrastinating because you don't want to take on this challenge or you don't want to take the next step. So you find it easier to be curious and get more data and get more information than it is to actually take that next step forward. Another one is lack of satisfaction. So a curious mindset can sometimes lead to a sense of dissatisfaction or delusionment with the world around us. And so again, if you're constantly looking for new experiences, constantly looking for new things, you may actually struggle with the things that you have. So that would be some of the downfalls. But when I think about the positive things of curiosity, again, quickly, you're open-minded, creative, you're flexible in your approach, and that desire to learn kind of drives your progress in a sense of wonder and really being able to appreciate the things that are around you. So with anything, if you're living in the extremes, there are going to be those drawbacks, but how can you really leverage approaching life and approaching situations by combining both or being able to at least understand when is it best to apply both? When it comes to approaching life, we all know that there is no one size fits all approach that is better than another. So both approaching it from a position of challenge and curiosity can be effective and it can help us to lead fulfilling, successful lives. Both can help us design a life where we are winning at work and at home. But and here's the thing. Well, maybe it's not a but. Maybe it's and understanding when to apply which approach can help accelerate that progress towards you, you know, for you. And so when we think about what's going to be better, there is no better. It just depends on the situation that you're in. So let's say you are in a conversation and you have a particular solution that you have in mind. So you're leading a team. So you come in, you have that solution. And you allow the team members, they're talking about their different possible solutions. So they come up with a solution that may be different than yours. Do you approach that from a position of challenge? Do you say, hey, wait a minute. Do you try to find holes in their solution because it's different than yours? What would it look like if you approach that same situation from a position of curiosity and started asking really thoughtful, insightful questions about their solution, really trying to understand the thought process behind it and the merits behind it. Even if you don't actually move forward with that solution, I can tell you one thing for sure, because I've used this approach a lot. I'll tell you one thing for sure. The people on your team are going to feel heard. They're going to feel seen. They're going to feel valued. Because you allowed that discussion and explored that discussion where they were able to talk about their ideal. They were able to express themselves. And that doesn't mean that you're in a conversation ad nauseum. That doesn't mean that 
you're just talking and talking, but you are approaching it from, I'm curious about this. Not that I'm going to challenge you and try to find everything that's wrong about what you're doing. And for me, that is the big difference. That is the big approach. Now, there are times where you have to be more confrontational in your approach. There are times, you know, I can recall a time where a colleague of mine, we were working to support this group. Everything's kind of going fine. We both have our PhDs. We both are professional engineers. And what I found is that the group of gentlemen that was in the meeting tended to treat her more like a secretary or more like, hey, can you go get the coffee and other things and other tasks? And that really didn't sit well with me. And so I confronted the group about it and really asked them why You know, why are you having this conversation? She's a professional engineer. Why are you talking to her this way? And I wasn't going to stand for it. It wasn't, no, it wasn't like I had any power over them. I wasn't able to tell them, hey, you know, you're going to get fired or you're going to have to leave. But that's a situation that I can think of where I was much more confrontational in my communication style and much more kind of head on than the approach that I may take when dealing with teams, particularly if there's a tricky situation or something that we need to navigate. So it's really just thinking through which approach is going to be better. And so there are a few questions that you can think about. You know, if you're coming from it from a position of challenge, you know, am I primarily motivated by the desire to win or succeed? Am I focused on achieving a specific outcome or goal or am I open to an outcome or goal? Do I tend to be critical or judgmental of myself or others when it comes to performance or achievement? Do I tend to take on difficult tasks or challenges in order to push myself beyond my limits? If you're coming at things from a position of curiosity, then you may describe things like this. I'm primarily motivated by the desire to learn and to explore. I am open to new ideals and experiences, even if they do not have a clear outcome or goal. I tend to enjoy the process of learning and discovery more than achieving specific outcomes or goals. I tend to avoid situations that are uncomfortable or unfamiliar in favor of those that allow me to learn and grow in some way, I tend to ask myself a few questions. And that is, you know, by asking yourself, I tend to use these questions to help me gauge where exactly am I thinking or how am I approaching a particular situation? So whether you form them as questions or statements, they can help guide you to better understand, am I approaching this situation from a position of curiosity or am I approaching this from a position of challenge? Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for 
you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. Hope you have found this discussion useful. You can use the link in the show notes to register for the next Engineer Your Success on-ramp. You can also find other resources there. There are links to the most recent blog posts, as well as a link for a discovery session. So if you are interested in learning more about winning at work and at home, then use that link, book a complimentary discovery session where we can talk about where you are, where you want to go, and we can work on closing that gap. I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode, and that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. There's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are achieving the life of their dreams. I want you to be part of that select you. Be great this week. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.